0: Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello. And welcome to the wonderful world of Federal Contracting Made Easy, where it's our job to take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that anyone can master. Today is a special day as we're celebrating our 100th episode. And today's topic is on All About Protest, Part 2. But before we get started, let's roll that intro and get that out of the way, shall we? Welcome back. Now, before I get into today's topic, there's two things I want to talk to you about. The first is I want to talk to you about an opportunity that's available to my viewers, and that is Federal Contracting Made Easy is now on Patreon. Patreon allows viewers of our blog podcast, and YouTube channels the opportunity to join our niche community. This means that you will have access to Patreon-owning videos and our blog. I will be posting information such as agency open houses, changes affecting contracting, and regulatory changes, and much, much more. Blog, podcast, and YouTube channels the opportunity to join our niche community. Depending on the level of membership you select, you may have your name mentioned on our videos and an opportunity to meet me as a group and ask those pressing issues. There's also an opportunity for you to meet one-on-one when we can spend about a half an hour going through your specific issue if you like that also. Don't wait. Stop the video now and sign up on Patreon. I'll have a link in today's show notes and also on the description, video description. If you prefer to support our channel, we do accept one-time donations through PayPal Me. That will also be in today's show notes and again in the description. The second opportunity I want to talk about you is our 100-episode giveaway. So we have official rules that we have to follow for YouTube, and I'm going to go through and explain those rules right now. So Bioly Enterprises, which is the company that I have, is sponsoring this video. Federal contracting made easy is a subpart of Byerly Enterprises. Only those individuals located in the United States and its territories are eligible for the giveaway. This excludes anyone from outside the United States. The giveaway starts on October 18th at 6 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time, and it will end on November 1st at 6 a.m., Mountain Daylight Time. Winners will be selected on November 2nd and will be notified via King Sumo. What's up for grabs? Well, it's the Small Business Guide to Government Contracts by Stephen Coprence, with a retail version of approximately $28.08. Your odds of winning are approximately 1 in 350. In order to be eligible for the giveaway, there's three things that you're required to do. The first one is to subscribe to the YouTube channel. The second one is to subscribe to the podcast. The third one is to like my Facebook page. The winner will be selected randomly. And remember, there's four winners in this case. Now, let's get on to today's topic, protest procedures. Remember... The government's goal is to ensure effective and efficient expenditure of public funds. They also want fair and expeditious resolution of protest to a solicitation or award of government contracts. As a result of these goals, the government wants to reduce the number of cases that go outside the agency. Therefore, the government regulation was written to direct that prior to submission of a protest, the contracting agency and all parties use the best efforts to resolve the concerns with the agency contracting officers through open and frank discussions. What happens when you cannot resolve the problems at this level? Well, you, the contractor, can submit a protest to the agency. As a result of that protest, the agency must provide for inexpensive, informal, procedurally simple, and expeditious resolution of the protest and to use, where appropriate, alternative dispute resolution techniques techniques, third-party neutrals or even another agency's personnel. For specifics on filing protests, that's coming up in later videos. Let's talk about protests prior to contract award. If the agency receives the protest prior to the award of a contract, the agency will not award that contract until a decision on the protest has been determined. However, this depends on the agency's need for the items. If the item is urgently needed or the delivery or performance will be overly delayed or a prompt award would otherwise be in the best interest of the government. Yes, I did say those five little words again, the best interest of the government. However, this doesn't let the government off the hook, but to be honest, the government rarely uses this option. What happens when the protests are received after the contract is awarded? Well, that's what we're going to be discussing next or when a protest is received within 10 days after contract award performance on that contract will be suspended pending the decision of the protest if the protest is received 10 days after award of the contract the individual agency procedures will determine how that protest will be handled the agency may suspend the contract performance or terminate the contract unless it's likely that the award will be invalidated and the delay will not be detrimental to the government's best interest the contracting officer has to notify all other eligible offerers of the protest especially when the award will be suspended suspended pending resolution of the protest although the far encourages contractors wishing to protest to seek resolution within the contracting agency Before filing a protest with the Government's Accountability Office, otherwise known as GAO, the regulations do allow the party to file with GAO for resolution. However, a word of caution. Filing a protest with GAO and bypassing the contracting officer and the buying agency will be the the end of the line for your protest. The GAO's decision is final, and you can't appeal it anywhere. By keeping your avenues of protest and appeal open by protesting first to the contracting officer or agency has other advantages. The contractor protesting can often gain additional time to gather more information that will assist the contractor later if they elect to protest to another forum. Now, not all protests can go to GAO, and we're going to talk about the ones that can't go to GAO. Contract administration. The administration of an existing contract was within the discretion of the contracting agency. Disputes between the contractor and the agency are resolved pursuant to the dispute clause on the contract and the Contract Disputes Act of 1978. That is why I have stressed the importance of reading your contract. It's going to tell you, if you have a a protest, how you can dispute it with the agency. Also, GAO cannot make decisions regarding 8A awards to minority and socially and economically disadvantaged businesses unless there is a possibility of bad faith on part of the government or a violation of the regulations. There are certain things that the Small Business Administration has to handle, and they're the only ones that will receive it. And they are challenges to small business size standards, standard industry classification, known as SIC code, or to be more specific, the North America Industry Classification Code. If you wanted to protest the NAITS code selected, then you have to go through SBA for that. And lastly, any issues relating to ADA awards to minority and socially and economically disadvantaged businesses. Of course, SBA will not handle any protest showing bad faith on part of the government officials or a violation of the regulations. Alternative determination of responsibility by the contracting officer. A determination that a bidder is capable of forming a contract will not be reviewed unless there is showing a possible bad faith on part of the government officials or that definitive responsibility criteria in the solicitation has not been met. Procurement Integrity GAO will not review a protest for procurement integrity violation unless that interested party has reported the information and believe constituted evidence of the offense to the contracting agency responsible for that procurement within 14 days after you first discovered the possible violations. Also, protests filed outside the required time limits. If you file your protest late, it will not be heard. Protests that lack a detailed statement of legal and factual grounds of protest or that fail to clearly state legally enough grounds of protest as required by the regulations. Procurements by agencies not under the jurisdiction of the Federal Property and Administration Services Act. Subcontract protests. GAO is not going to consider subcontractor issues unless the agency has agreed in writing and the award is made by or for the government, such as when a contractor acts as a purchasing agent for the government. Am I required to hire an attorney? No, you are not required to hire an attorney. However, many contractors retain an attorney due to the benefits that they bring to the table. Attorneys are familiar with GAO's bid bid protest process and with the procurement statutes and regulations. The regulations state that if you win your protest... The contracting agency will pay your attorney's fees, but there is a cap. Currently, it's at $150 per hour. If the fees exceed that that amount, then you have to show special circumstances to justify the higher amount. However, this may or may not be the case. It depends. Remember that you have 10 working days to file a protest with GAO after learning of the agency's decision. The GAO then can take up to 60 days to respond. If there is an adverse decision by GAO, the contractor has the option to file a notice of appeal, which can add another 90 days. Or you can file a suit in the federal court of claims. The court of federal claims can take up to another 12 months. Appeals by either party to the Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit can take another 60 to 120 days. All in all, it can take up to four years to get a hearing on claims over $50,000, although trial stage has been reached within two years in the Federal Court of Claims. To protest or not to protest? That is the question. The decision is ultimately up to you. Make sure that you think this decision through in my career i have seen companies protest every contract that they lost this is not a good idea as this can create an adversarial relationship that can work against you on current or future contracts if you must protest you must have a real reason and you must have evidence to support your claim If you decide to protest, it's best to get advice before you do anything. You can consult with your local procurement technical assistance center, or better yet, you should have an attorney on your team. Talk to them. Start by first educating yourself on the requirements and procedures and your rights under FAR Part 33.1. FAR Part 33.1 covers protests. I will have a link in today's show notes. Chances of winning a protest? So what are your chances? Let's be honest. Well, they change each year, so let's go through and talk about 2018. In 2018, GAO had 2,474 cases filed. Their effective rate was 44%. What does that mean? This means that 44% of the cases saw some sort of relief from the government. Okay, so that's roughly uh, 56% that didn't. So over half didn't get any relief. Remember, the stronger your protest is, the greater advantage with the buyer and the agency. Make sure that before you file a protest that you consider a cost-benefit analysis. The opportunity to claim a lucrative contract award is generally enough to justify the expenditure of time and resources. However, when the government ignores its own procurement errors and forces a contractor through unnecessary paces, it's good to know that there is a way to get back your costs. Let's talk again about do I need to hire an attorney. As I've discussed in prior episodes, it's always advisable to have a team of advisors available to assist you with your business decisions. Filing a protest is one of those times when you want to seek the advice of your attorney. The sooner you reach out to them, the better. Remember that contract law is complex and you should have someone on your team to guide you through the legal process. Yes, attorneys are expensive. However, they could be the difference from winning your protest or not. As always, it's up to you to make the decision on whether to seek your attorney's advice on this matter. You can file a protest without an attorney. That is a decision that you have to make. I can only tell you what I would do if I were in your shoes. Well, that's it for today's video. Next week, we're going to walk through protest procedures. Make sure to subscribe and click on the notification bell so that YouTube notifies you when we have new videos that are released. Also, please leave a comment, especially those on my podcast, if you would do me greatly the favor of leaving feedback on the um itunes that would be greatly appreciated and as always until next time be safe